Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Good evening. Hello. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts, and this is The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Submitted for your approval. Uh, yeah? A young man. Uh-huh. He lives in a school. Mm-hmm. A school with much like any others, but also unlike any other. Hi, I'm Nick Ballantyne, the approvalist. Continue. Oh, great. Have I received your <laughs> approval? No. Oh, okay. not even remotely. Okay. And this young man. Okay. He manipulates the people around him into uh-huh. playing sword fights to achieve something. Ooh, now you have my attention. And that thing? Why, it's whatever you want it to be, baby. I'm Rod Serling. This is the Twilight Zone. Hang on, let me check with my manager. Hang on, let me just let me just get over here. Let me just let me just go over here. Darlene. Yeah. Can we uh can we just siphon some money from the retirement account? Can we do that? Can we Yeah Hello, I'm back. Um so Yes. <laughs> so denied. <laughs> so we've had a look at the statements and um no. Just, Nick. Yes. We Hello. are JoJo's World, your JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. Today we are r- wrapping up our recap and discussion of Revolutionary Girl Utena. Uh, but before we talk about that, we are so excited that Star Wars is anime now. Are we excited? Yeah. Star Wars Visions coming soon <laughs> with content from three anime studios, including Studio Trigger, the studio behind such visionary luminations as... Uh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tengan Topa Gurren Lakan. And Kill La Kill. Little Witch... Academia. Girl. What's it called? Little Witch Academia. Yeah, sure. That's the one. Little Witch Girl Lutana. <laughs> she um, started as a girl, now she a witch. Oh, I'll watch it. Maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast at some point. Fuck yeah. It fits into our niche, doesn't it? <laughs> finally, finally we can be a Star Wars <laughs> podcast without compromising our core niche. Anime as fuck. And yes, <laughs> Western. Oh, man. <sighs> Nick. Yes. It's Christmas Eve, 1997. You turn on SBS. Oh, I love watching Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. To watch the final episode of Inspector Rex. Of Revolutionary Girl Utena. <gasps> no, uh, not it's, on Christmas it's 19, Eve. So it's 1997 Christmas Eve. You've just turned off your Nintendo 64. For the last time. Um, you don't have Ocarina of Time yet. I think that comes out next year, but you're looking forward to it. Because um, you love to link to the past. To be fair. So I think you've mostly been playing Super Mario 64 to date. To be fair, I wouldn't have even owned a 64 at this point. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. What was out on 1997 and 64? This is what the podcast is now. Uh, I believe it was Smash Bros. Golden. No, that came out in 98. Yeah, yeah, you're way off. Oh. Glover. We love Glover. The best game that's unplayable. <laughs> you walk around. As a glove? Who's a glove? Wait, was Ape Escape out at that point? Oh, but that was PlayStation, never mind. A brief history of the Nintendo 64 in 1997. Lack of games, January to March 1997. (laughs) Yeah, but we're talking about Christmas. PAL region launch, blah, 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 blah. When did Super Mario 64? Sporadic releases and a genre-divining game. Ah, Star Fox 64. Ah, excellent move. Lilat Wars. Goldeneye. I told you. Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh, good move. Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Ooh, that was a good one. Wave Race 64. Let's skip over that one. 
Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, a game where I believe you played as Dash Render. Who's not Boba Fett. And not Han Solo. And not Han Solo. Mischief Makers. We've talked about Mischief oh, Makers before. Mischief Makers. Shake Shake. Oh, that's, that's a, what she says. That is good shit. We should play that game on a podcast of some kind. Yeah, well, we won't stream it. We'll just record a podcast as we play it. <laughs> so this bit's really good. You can, you all know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see. This is the bit where you have to do like a weird Olympics for some reason. Yeah, well, I mean, she had to get all the medals to... Mm. No, yeah. I think she just had to rescue her scientist dad. Yeah, but that's the whole game. Yeah, but I think it? that's when you get him back at the Olympics. Wait, what? I think so. Oh my god, okay, sure. Bomberman 64, Clay Fighter 63 and a third, Snowboard Kids. Mm -hmm. Snowboard Kids, a genre-defining classic. I'm not even joking, that shit's good. Yoshi's Story. Ooh, that's a good one. These are the games you would be playing, but you would just switch them off to turn on the finale of Revolutionary, Revolutionary Girl, Girl Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Someday, somewhere, sometime, somehow, we'll shine together. Ugh. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like shining. It feels like I'd be very hot. Someday we will shine together. Mm. And here is the episode summary. Hit me. Utena's once again betrayed by Anthe. <laughs> again? Is that accurate? It once again. That Anthe, always oh, betraying Utena. Well, to be fair, last ep of season one. A and dark kind of reflection. the entirety of season two. I guess, kind of? Kind of betraying maybe? herself in that season. Ah, uh, true that. With the prince's sword in hand, Akio attempts to open the doors of revolution while the fallen prince contemplates her and Anthony's fate. Hmm. Hmm. In this episode, Utena spends most of the time bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> and but then, then she gets better. Yeah, she manages to jump quite a fair way, <laughs> you know, given her condition. Nick, shut up. Can do. One last time. Here's what Ikahara has to say about this episode. Oh. Episode 39. Someday, together, we'll shine. Christmas is an interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck down to try and see Santa, but instead I got abducted by aliens. It all comes full circle. <laughs> there are two meanings to the Japanese word utena. One is the calyx of a flower. That's also the meaning of the title, of course. Ah. The thing that supports the beautiful petals, the one with the noble heart. And the other meaning of Utena is tall tower or pedestal. We translated this into a visual, the tower at the centre of Ottery Academy. The one with the chairman's room on the top floor and the dueling arena located deep in the woods is the same. In the early stages of production, when the story wasn't firmly established yet, this was one of the aspects I most wanted to visualise and produce for the screen. A world where demons roam. In its centre, a tower called the Tower of Revolution. Whosoever can remain victorious in his battles against the demons can reach the pinnacle of the Tower of Revolution and at the same time receive the power to revolutionise the world. The power that changes the rules of the world. However, when he reaches the pinnacle, he learns the world's governing laws. He faces the ultimate choice. Will he stay nobly, beautifully powerless, or will he accept the ugliness into himself and gain absolute power? He desired both. Or rather, perhaps he couldn't choose either. His mind in anguish, he divided himself into two. His noble heart and the adult with absolute power. Oh. Mm, this is all... This is all making a lot more sense. Yep. stuff. Yep. And so... With one last wish that the day would come when someone would awaken him, the noble heart that had lost its body, in other words the prince, fell into a deep sleep. Mm. 
Early on in the series' conception, I kicked around the idea of placing something like the above at the heart of the story. Later, after several changes, it became the tale as you know, but without a doubt, he did reach the pinnacle of the Tower Revolution. It was a place where eternity dwelled, and eternity turned out to mean perpetual sleep. Wait, that is that the answer to what something eternal is? It's just sleeping a lot? Allow me to continue. Oh, okay. Alright. The prince, uh-huh. Akio, yeah. who became an adult while in perpetual sleep, lost something. What he lost was the power to create an enjoyable future. Jesus Christ. Revolution means gaining the power to imagine the future. Just like uh, Orpheus in Hades Town. <laughs> you could say he has the power of revolution because he can see the way the world ought to be in spite of the way that it was. And also, he inspires all of Hades' workers to engage in a revolution. Um... The prince chose to sleep on and the princess chose to wake up. At the top of that tall tower, the princess bed- bid farewell to the prince. No, she wasn't the princess any longer. She quit being a person, parentheses, thing, ruled by someone. Mm-hmm. The victory bells rang, but there was no tower beyond them now. She'd learned where freedom lay. She crossed the threshold of that door of revolution, which had always been closed to her before, and begun walking. The girl's revolution lay in the girl's future. Wait for me, Utena, she says. The world, the stage, is free and wide. Nice. Mm. What does it mean? Let me just review some additional notes here. One moment. Oh, Nick, the person who has been posting these notes has pulled a real Liam S. Smith sharing JoJo commentary notes. What? Because they have now included some commentary elements that they had removed for spoiler purposes. (gasps) Oh my god. Yeah. What? For example, episode 9's commentary. The episode where they go up and they see Anthony in the rose coffin and like all that trippy shit happens and then Sayonji gets expelled. Yeah. I removed this from the commentary. We lined up plot development and visuals suggestive of the series' climax. Our goal was to get viewers anticipating the series' final scene. Utena saves Anthe. Huh, so that's what the story's about. But what does she save Anthe from? That's the central issue. Ah. Mm, yes. I don't think that's spoilery enough to... <laughs> to remove it? No, I suppose I it does that's... tell you what the visuals of the climax will be. Yeah. And yeah, that was very visually similar to the stuff we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And also late, and, and this is a bit longer, but uh, let's see what it is. Episode 23, the final Black Rose duel against Mikage. The story in episodes 11 and 12 about the dueling game. Episode 23 picks up where it left off in laying the groundwork for the final episode. Mm. Wasn't Makake's fate the same fate that a Utena would eventually meet? In which case, shouldn't it be crueler? Those who reject that place are conversely rejected by it as well. This is the nature of systems. The moment you reject them, you are forced to realise they're the very ground you're standing on. Mikage noticed the trick behind the system and he hurriedly attempted revisions, but the adult who'd created the system just said, let's not, and unilaterally brought the curtain down. Hmm. The system of illusion was finished. Mikage could no longer exist there. That's why he disappeared from the memories of those who interacted with him. People's happiness or unhappiness shouldn't be determined by struggles over the divide called the Rose Bride. Utena rejects the dual system. However, in due course, Utena will be rejected by the dual system and that place and no longer be able to exist there. This foreshadows the final scene of the series. Uh... So much like like Mikage before her, Uh Utena has disengaged from the world of Otori Academy Mm -hmm. and so uh, ceases to be a relevant factor there. And thus is written out from reality as we know it. Kind of like how Tokiko left and grew up and and Nemoro stayed and stayed the same age. Yeah, and now it's like Utena is 
out there out living there. her own life. Yeah. And Anthe will now go and do the same. Oh. But more on that later when we get to it. Nick. <laughs> yeah. We open. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. So. It's 1955. Hitler rises to power. <laughs> Famously when that happens. The classic memes. Hidden wisdom. <laughs> so, we have the the last shot from the last app. Almost immediately. Yeah. No time for an intro. We're just... Anthe just getting stabs Utena. Utena's like, why did you stab me? And Anthe is like... Roiling up to her and is like, I'm sorry, but you're, you, you're you, never gonna you were be my really prince. nice, yeah. but you're a girl, so you can't be my prince. I'm sorry, but that's just the rules. I've that's got a direct quote here, actually. Ooh, here you remind me so much of Dios when I loved him, but you can never be my prince because you're a girl. <gasps> and then for this whole se- like, it starts now, and then for basically like the next half of the episode, there is a carousel or merry go round in the middle distance. And there's the sound of children laughing, flattering amongst all of these scenes. Laughing at us or laughing with us? We'll I, never know. I guess that represents, like, the, the, the childlike innocence. Um, of the prince? Of Yeah, that because we see him writing it later. Yeah, of, like, the heart yeah. of the prince. Mm. Uh, I get it. Uh, Utena starts now and spends a long time on the ground just being like, Himameya! Why? <laughs> Himameya! Yeah. <laughs> It sounds, it sounds like that's a thing that you would say if you were in like an action movie with Sylvester Stallone or something. And he was like looking up, but he was trying to sound like a rock star or something. He was like, I'm a mayor. I'm a mayor. I'm a... It's, yeah, it's that's, got an almost um, Hulk Hogan. guitar mouth sounds quality to it. I'm a mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is down, just in the middle of nowhere, having a little fry up. They're at the student council room. They're all like, don't take off your rings. Yeah. Don't do it. Kiryu's like, no, she's representing us as duelists. So we should honor her by wearing our rings. And Nalami's like, oh, I'm bored of that. I took mine off ages ago. I just want the food, man. Mm. And they are having shish kebabs. (gasps) Because of course, much like Utena herself and Anthe herself, the food is pierced. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I wish that that wasn't probably what they were going for. (laughs) But literally, it's like, because they've all been stabbed through the heart, and now, they, and now they're cooked Nanami, on a mental level. Nanami's like, I just want to forget this whole thing. And they're like, can we ever forget? And Jury's like, we can. Because you see, when I was a kid, my sister almost drowned, and a boy tried to save her. He failed, but an adult saved her. Mm. Then the boy drowned, uh, and my sister forgot his name. I thought, so selfish. How could she forget his name? But now I've just realised I can't remember his name either. So likely one day, one day very soon in the final scenes of this episode, we will all forget that this happened. Oh, so trauma can just be forgotten. Life goes on. People stop existing. Sure, right now Utena's the most important person in the world to us, but, you know, she won't always be. (gasps) You wouldn't dare say that, Jury. She's a revolutionary girl. She truly was a revolutionary girl, Utana. And all of them are just reminiscing on things, I think. They're just like, yep, something eternal. <laughs> well, hang on. So she tells the story and everyone stares down at the barbecue. And then Nanami's like, as we, as we transition back to the climax, mm. Nanami's just sadly like, hey, why did you tell us that story? <laughs> <laughs> and then we just see Utena. Jury turns to camera and is like, ah, it's a, it's a metaphor for the events of this story. It's... It's that scene from um, the Spider-Man trailer where it's like, don't tell that story. I, I don't know this trailer. You know, Far From Home. 
Or No Going Home or whatever it's called. Is that the new... Yeah, the new one. Multi-dimensional one? Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. obviously I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, so there's just a bit where basically Spider-Man is like, hey, can we just go back in time or some shit and just make everyone forget that I'm Peter Parker? Oh. And Doctor Strange is like, well, there is a way to do it. And then his buddy, the, the other monk guy um, that was in Doctor Strange, is like, don't do it. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Don't you don't know what you're doing. Time. Yeah. And then he walks through a portal to go on vacation. And then Doctor Strange is like, wink. And then the rest of it is just him casting the spell. And then shit going wild. I saw Discourse yeah. about this trailer. About uh-huh. how apparently it's, it, the movie is putting um, Sam Raimi movie Doctor Octopus in the villainous role again. It is. Despite the fact that in his dying act he redeemed himself. Oh, good. Um, and then the, 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 the most... Uh, impactful response that I saw to it hmm. was, don't you see fighting MCU variant Peter Parker is a heroic act <laughs> because of how he uses he's like spends all his movies like defending a billionaire's honour oh <laughs> you're right oh that's good shit I never thought of it that way <laughs> I got so caught up in it Anthony, why do you hesitate give me that sword no, brother, I shan't be doing that now. You oh, got, well... You, you got regrets because you stabbed your friend? Yeah, I understand. Oh, well, I guess that's also true. I don't know why Anthony's suddenly... And he's like, do you hate what I become? Perhaps if I tried to be a prince like I used to be, no one had to get hurt. And then reverse shot to him and he's crying as well. Yeah. Everyone's just very sad this episode. Well, he's like, this is what I have to do for us. For... For me, mostly. For the power, which is still quite uh, ambiguous in nature. Yeah, well, it's something eternal. Apparently, mm. it's just a long sleep. <laughs> uh, and so Utena is literally standing between Well not standing Laying lying, on the ground Yeah laying on the ground between them at this point So Anthe steps over her dead carcass yep. uh, Knowing everything of the world you chose this path And knowing everything of you I love you Yes big brother Anthe give me that sword And so Anthe proffers the sword up to him He takes that sword and he's and like ah at last my arm is complete again And he swishes it a bit and then starts walking along. And he hoops over the edge of the dueling arena onto the big red carpet walking platform. You remember the one where the Rose Bride was in that one app? Now there's just a big stone rose and a door. The Rose Gate. The Rose Gate. The portal which seals the power to revolutionise the world. The portal which seals the power to revolutionise the world. And he's walking towards it. And he's walking towards it. And we hear a sound, a sound start to bubble up from below. And he's like, here they come. Anthe, ready yourself. You're about to get stabbed by all the swords in the world. Quite literally millions of times. Um, Dying Utena clutches at Anthe's... uh, Dress. Yes. At her, the bottom of the dress. Skirt tails. And it's like, Anthe, Himamea, don't leave. Anthe, and I like the way this shot is framed. She's looking down at, at Utena, but her, her, um, her eyes. Her turf bangs are, um, <laughs> obscuring her eyes. Her turf bangs. What do turf bangs actually look like? What the fuck is a turf bang? Well, uh, uh, you know, bang, gang bangs are a fringe. Yeah. Uh, a turf is a trans exclusionary radical feminist. <laughs> what? Uh, and there's a particular. Okay, this is what turf bangs are. Anthony does not have turf bangs. Oh, uh, I see. Why is uh, Lord Farquaad there? <laughs> because he's got turf bangs. I'm sorry? Oh, dear. Okay, sure. Okay, um, so her, her regular bangs uh-huh. are obscuring her eyes. And she says, oh, she's she's been quite poetic and melodramatic because Mm. it's a significant moment. Oh, stubborn and reckless hero, you let me have a small taste of true friendship. Farewell. And then she disappears out of her clothes and her dress crumples to the floor. And then she's up in the sky, naked. 
Mm. Well, first we see a. This I, is very reminiscent of the going up scene as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she's disappearing out of clothes. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And now she's in new clothes. And also the way last episode she disappeared out of these same clothes and then was over on the stairs. Mm, she's a witch. It's, it's like she's a projection, right? Oh, a projection of ourselves, the viewer. No. Yes. All these little, like, shining things something start to come up from beneath the dueling arena. And I think both of us were like, oh, okay, just some magic, whatever, that's fine. And it's thousands and thousands of swords, which, as we know, are the thorns of humanity. Now, Re- I... I'm really trying to push that meme. I don't know if I'd call it thousands so much as fucking okay. millions. Akio quote. The million swords which shine with human hatred, they are stirred by the sight of this prince's sword. They hate that sword. Oh, they hate it. They hate to see it. And they all fly up towards Akio and they strike the platform, the like, the platform the he's Star Wars yeah. bridge platform he's standing on. Yeah. No handrails. Oh, that's <laughs> dangerous. And they all, then they fly off in different directions and they start circling up above and Anthea's floating up there and voices go, witch, witch, witch. And U- she's suspended in midair with her hands above her head, mm. perfectly nude. Mm. And Utena looks up and is like, oh, there's Anthea up there. Why is Anthea there? Why is she holding on to a sword? Uh, I, I hate to break it to you, Nick. She's not holding on to that sword. Why is she <laughs> basically getting crucified? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and so all the swords, every single one of them is like, which? And then they just fly into yep. her. Uh, Except it's like one at a time. And it's going to take faster a, and faster. And it's going to take a long time to get through that many swords. And then swords. eventually it's just a big pile of metal swords and more swords keep flying into it. Just to keep And we can just, like, every now and then we cut back to, like, her downcast eyes just peeking out between the gaps in the swords. Mm. She's really no-selling all that sword pain quite well. I suppose she's quite used to it. I'm sure there's some kind of metaphor between this and, like, you know, how lesbians were seen back in the 90s and the persecution they had to go through. Okay, why don't you, uh, why don't you spin me a yarn then? I don't, maybe she's, like, coming to terms with her feelings but doesn't feel right because society's pressuring her to be like, oh, but she has to be a a male prince. So it is a phallic symbol. And then it's like, oh, I'm picking Akio. Who is the male prince? Oh, I'm actually getting stabbed by all the social pressure, which is great, but I feel <laughs> shit. Like, I I hate this. And it's like, oh, she's chosen this for herself, as Akio says. And it's like, there's something here, man. There's right. something there. I appreciate the attempt, Nick. Yeah. So Akio looks up and is like, she takes the swords in place of the prince. She's tanking the damage for me. Ah, and I, the DPS, can now focus on the Opening this door. Uh, and we see Anthe's eyes, which are basically given up. They're yeah, depressed yeah. Anthe eyes. And Utena's trying to get up and catch shouting her name, but she can't. Mm. She's too, she's too stabbed. <laughs> she's too stabbed through the spine. Now the seal shall be broken. Now the door to a new world shall be opened. And uh, I thought there was going to be some kind of really elegant, like, and now I put it in this keyhole. Nah, but he's just hitting the door with a sword. He's just Dark Soulsing it. He's like, eh, open the door. He's trying to, um, like in uh, like a Zelda speed run, like you go through and you do like various inputs with a Deku stick and then you backflip through the door and it takes you to the end cutscene. God, That's what he's trying to do. God, I feel that. Utena's trying to get up, trying to help Anthea, and then she starts to hear a voice. And it's like, uh, you should lie still. I'll treat your wound later. And she looks over, and there's the faceless image of Dios, the prince, on the carousel, going round and round and saying things every time it comes round. Young prince. And then she's back in her princess garb. And Dios, young prince, this time with a face. No. 
Not yet. Okay. Such a gentle girl, you weep for her? Oh. You see that rose-shaped gate there? Through that door lies eternity, that which shines, the power of miracles. Mm. With that power, anything is possible. It's too much for you. You're just a girl. Oh. Besides, you don't have that power. And then he's like, he's getting like more and more uh, like extravagant, extravagant in his riding. Mm. Uh, it starts with him just riding normally, like sitting down. And then it becomes him lying on it. Yeah, increasingly lying. And then it becomes him basically using the thing, the little pole that goes through the horse, like a stripper pole. <laughs> and then he starts really getting into with it. With such power, you could do anything. You could free that girl from her destiny. But how the power shall be used. And then on the last come round, it's Akio's voice. And we see Akio's pants legs riding on the horse, mm. like standing on it. It's for me to decide. <laughs> but then he's back. He's directly on top of her. Dios. Yeah, Dios mm. is there right next to her being like, don't look so sad. You've tried so hard. You got so far. But in the end... I'm going to suck the tears from your eyes. Nothing really matters. And so he... He kisses her little rose ring, the only comfort I can offer. And, and then, then she is inspired. And she punches the ground and, and is all up. like... Yeah! I can stand up through... And all this time we see the shadows of huge swords in basically every shot of this whole sequence. Yep, shadows of huge flying. swords flying overhead. Um, and she... Utena begins to ascend to level six Saiyan. Yep. Being like... Yeah! Akio breaks the sword of Dios and like, huh, guess that was no good. Guess that wasn't even the sword oh. of Dios. When will I finally regain the power of Dios? Oh well. Classic. The, <laughs> he, he literally says, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise. Oh well, the Rose Bride still belongs to me. I can try again. Exactly. Oh, Utena's on the bridge now. I'm surprised. He says, I'm surprised you can still stand, but I'm surprised that she jumped the gap from the dueling <laughs> arena to the, uh, the platform they're on. Because she looks... Completely fucked. She's, she's bent over at, like, at the wound. Uh, she is just failing to stand mm. at all. Her sock is in disarray. Tisk tisk tisk. And her, her, what do you call them, pauldrons? Yeah. Are in... Disarray. Shattered. They're just shattered. They're, all, they're in such disarray, you know? He's like, oh, what, you're going to try and open the door? <laughs> Don't bother. Princess sword broken. And as she... He sort of catches her. Yeah, he, she sort of starts walking forward and she sort of tries continuing to walk forward but just collapses and mm. catches her. And, and it's the best moment because he's like, oh, don't bother, blah, 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 you can't do it. And she doesn't say anything. She just puts her hand on his face and then like pushes backward to give herself leverage to keep stumbling forward. He's like, oh. And Akio's like, what the fuck? Rude. <laughs> you know you can't do it. There's no way in there. Meanwhile, Wakaba... Is walking towards the chairman's tower. And she has a look up, and there's the tower. Yep, perfectly normal. And then we're back to Utena. <laughs> Utena is at the gate, and at this point I remarked to you, like, oh, it's a pool gate. It's like, like, Akira's been trying to push it this whole time. Now, we were joking about that a lot. Turns out, <laughs> we were not far yeah. off. So we get more shots of uh, Anthe up above getting stabbed by the flying swords of humanity, the mm -hmm. thorns, if you will, yep. of humanity, mm -hmm. which are swords, the thorns of humanity. Yes. Uh, and Utena is just like trying desperately because to open what the door. Are, swords? What are thorns but the swords of a rose's hate? Well, they're probably more like the thorns of humanity. Ah. Oh. Unless we consider the rose. And when Tuxedo Mask uh -huh. is evil and brainwashed and he throws a black rose... Is that the thorn of the negaverse? <laughs> that's that's like uh, that's a good question. <laughs> hmm. When he gets rid of all their memories for the seventh time, is that a thorn of time? A thorn of time. Or is it a memory of, of the Legend of Zelda, the Thorn of Time? 
Nick, as you know, I've recently gotten back into Guild Wars 2. I do. With the second expansion, Heart of Thorns, which came out years ago, but I never finished. Apt. Uh, and I just wanted to say at this point that um, for my Mesmer character, which is sort of wizard that uses illusions and projections of themselves, Sounds much right. like Anthihemomaya, oh. I have one cash shop item on that character, uh-huh. and that is a bouquet of roses that lets me throw roses, <laughs> like tuxedo mask. For damage? No. Oh. Just for... Just for dramatic Just for doing it. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. That feels like a good usage of... Of my money, <laughs> my earth dollars. Just like sitting there being like, yeah, have a rose, have a rose. At this point, <sighs> Akio and also Dios are both lying, reclining on the floor of the dueling arena. Akio's drinking a little little cocktail. Not uh, a mojito as we found out. No. Mm. And just watching Utena's efforts, like, ah. Oh, I was young once, like you. I thought persistence was worth something. I thought that you could change the world through through being pure of heart. But no, then instead, much like Kami in Dragon Ball Z and Piccolo, Uh I split myself into a a spiritually pure half and a quote-unquote evil half. Yeah, that's that's just what happens. Mm -hmm. And now you know me, I'm Akio, I'm the evil half, and that's Dios, he's the pure princely half who he has no desire for the power. But me, I desire that power, but I lack the purity to get it. Mm, Ironic. Mm. Mm. On your 17th birthday when you split in two lanes. Ironic, on Christmas Eve. God, I want those presents so bad, but my pure heart... Scrooge, tonight you shall split into two halves. <laughs> one that wants to give money to all of your employees, but has none. And, and the, the other... other Darkwing Duck. <laughs> okay, yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Famously not Darkwing Duck. Who is Darkwing Duck? Drake Mallard. Oh, yeah. Is <laughs> I, he I know about the Duckiverse. Is he good or bad? Ah, uh, he's good. Oh. Who's the evil Darkwing Duck? Nega Darkwing or Nega Duck. <laughs> Nega Duck. I think it's Nega Duck. <laughs> oh my god. Japan, why do you always. Not have... Japan. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Dark Tales, why are you so. Dark Tales. <laughs> you're really uh... batting a thousand on this, Nick. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bunch of ducks that are all fallen on hard times. Yeah, yeah. All homeless being like. What kind it's of like thing? a mad magazine version of. Um, of... Uh, Duckburg, like <laughs> ever since the, uh, the 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 sundering the pillow factory closed, it's been hard times in Duckburg. And then it's like a really gory comic where it's like we're gonna have to do surgery. It's city, but everyone's ducks. Exactly, exactly. It's like we're gonna have to do surgery on that appendix of yours, but we can't afford the medical bills. Oh, what are we gonna do? Well, you got a sharp tooth inside you, don't you? Don't I, you? I fell on hard times. What's a single? female duck meant to do in in Duckburg in uh, 1975. It's and me. that's when I met Flintheart Glomgol. And his prehensile dick. Anyway, <laughs> you're thinking of dolphins. Ducks famously have corkscrew dicks. Oh, and the female ducks have labyrinthian... Uh, I don't know about... I don't know about duck bits. Well, biology lesson, right? Apparently, get this, right? You know why they have corkscrew weird penises right yeah the reason is the female ducks all have labyrinthian what's the word for a female duck uh, a duck it's a drake and uh and duck mm. yeah so the females have these like that they have like literally mazes that the dick has to go through to reach i'm the, so happy you shared this. nick 
Why do ducks have penises and vaginas when most birds just have cloacas? Well, that's a very interesting question, and I think it's because ducks are very aggressive. <laughs> it's because ducks be horny, baby. They really do. Nick. Yes. Revolutionary <laughs> girl lieutenant. Uh, Akio is still sadly watching, like, I've taken enough risks to win the power to change the world. When will I get it? And Utena's like, shut up! I'm opening uh, a door! Veiled behind Akio's cocktail, Dios walks into the distance and is never seen again. He doesn't care for the power. He's already given up. Or has he? Utena's still Unless... desperately at that door. What if Dios knows that he's already won? Um, you still don't know. No one knows. The only time I've ever really been happy was when I was with you, Anthe. And then she, we're watching like a, a tear like a run down her pointy anime nose and hang there for a second. We're like, when's that surface tension going to break? And then boom! That surface tension is going to break the sexual tension, if you know what I'm saying. Yo. <laughs> the romantic uh, tension? Uh, okay. Keep going. Uh, and then it falls down to the ground, and the same oh. thing, the same like water droplet thing sequence. From season one. From when she places her hand, her beringed hand on the door to the dueling arena. Walk up. Yep. Happens. Uh-huh. That whole thing happens, like the, the ripple. Mm-hmm. And then the ripple. I'm on. Uh, oh. It all comes back to Jojo. Um, and then a water drop hits her ring on the door, and that, that big door starts to open. And then Akio's all like, Huh? What? Hang on, wait, that's not What's right. What's happened? Why have the swords Oh no, stopped? the swords. No, don't you? And then oh, we do see Dio's riding away on the carousel again. And he's all like, you fucking idiot. Don't you understand what will happen? And then Utena's there with the coffin, like in episode nine. And she's pulling it open. And he's like, stop, don't open it. Don't you know what will happen? And her hands are like bloody. And red mm-hmm. and swollen. And all the swords turn into a big sword nado. And Akio's all like, stop, oh. you'll be happy. <laughs> and then we see from Anthe's perspective a little crack of light start to peek into the darkness of her world. <gasps> Something eternal, maybe. As she has been, I guess, she's like an adult body in this coffin forever. She's like, who's there? And like, it's, ch- it's child voices for some reason. Mm. Who's there? I came to save you. I came all this way to be with you. That's my little girl voice. <laughs> Hello, I'm the British child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so don't be afraid of this world we can meet. Uh, and then, uh, then Big Utena's voice and face. Himamaya, at last we meet. Oh, Himamaya, it's me, Big Utena. The first time that they've met face to face because Anthe has, I guess, technically been in this coffin for the past 39 episodes. Ah, uh, I get it. She's something eternal. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I get it. Because oh, she's been in her sleep forever. Eternal. Much like Dios. Mm, indeed. So she's reaching into this, this void that represents the interior of this coffin. And being like, take my hand. And Anthe keeps being like, no, the swords. Just think about the and swords. And they go back and forth like that for a fair bit until she finally starts to reach out. And it's, it's all very reminiscent of those hand clasping shots in the opening. Uh, most reminiscent of the one at the end of the opening where their hands are torn apart from each other because oh. as they gr- just grasp each other, the platform and the coffin begin to fall. And, and uh, they're, they're gone. And Anthe falls away into space and Utena lays down like forlornly like oh I, well, I wanted to save you I guess I couldn't be a prince and the sword nado plunges down from above and we cut away and we see it tearing apart the platform and everything so Utena's probably not fine but you know maybe, maybe, she, maybe she's a meanwhile Wakaba <laughs> is ringing their front doorbell <laughs> oh, I guess they're not home I wanted to do homework with her oh 
Swordnado, Swordnado destroys everything. Can we talk in about path? how cool uh, a Swordnado is that represents the hatred of humanity? Yes. That's pretty metal. That's pretty You'd fucking on, like, dope. A van on the painted on the side of a van. <laughs> That's something that if you were to walk up to someone and be like, hey man, look, I've got all these swords. Do you want to like throw them at something? You'd be like, yeah, 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 but I've got a better idea. What if we got more swords and we like threw them at everything? If you like, yeah. It's like that episode of Adventure Time where it rains knives, but it's a tornado. What? There's an episode of Adventure Time where it, it starts doing knife rain, which is just a thing that happens. Okay. So they have to stay inside and play with their imaginations instead. Is that a horrifying episode? I think it kind of is because their yeah. imaginations get kind of out of control. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's the first one I saw. Beautiful. Um, and then we cut away to an indeterminate amount of time later and the voices that we're pretty sure are the shadow girl voices are like, so what will you do when you graduate? Oh, me? I'm going to go be an actress. First, first, uh, what will you do when you graduate? Oh, go to high school here, I guess. Oh, no, I meant after that. <laughs> um, I'm going to be an actress. You think you can make it? And we're seeing all these shots of just, like, regular high school life, kind of stock footage stuff we've seen before. Regular girls. I think she's really serious. We can look forward to our 10-year reunion to find out how I do. Okay, what? Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to find a rich guy to marry. Classic. <laughs> And then we get the shadows mm-hmm. of other schoolgirls being all like, yeah, yeah, everything's normal. Hey, did you hear about Utena? No, not about Utena. Hey, did you hear about... Anthe Himamea? Anthe Himamea? She found the man of her dreams lately. She used to be the one always crying, Miss Utena, Miss Utena. Or is that Wakaba they're talking? Go back. You took the screenshot. They don't, say, they don't say the name. They just say... So, okay, let's, let's direct quote this. Okay, okay. So... Catching a good man should be a woman's best talent, right? I'll listen to you talk. She found the woman of her dreams lately, and she used to be the one always crying, Miss Utena, Miss Utena. Which, to me, make, says Anthe. Well... What, you got a problem with that? Hey, who was Utena again? <laughs> oh, you don't remember? She always wore a boys' school uniform and got yelled at about it. Always did really well in the sports. Everyone loved her. Real himbo energy. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember her now. Didn't she get hurt really badly? <laughs> Had to be hospitalised or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Institutionalised? Huh? I heard her boy, her friend or her boyfriend betrayed her. Yeah, reconstitutionalised? I heard her friend or her much older boyfriend betrayed her. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those two and we're not sure which one. And she transferred to another school. I heard she got in trouble with the chairman and got expelled. Both true. Oh. Well, it doesn't matter, I guess. And then, clink, we're in the music room. Mickey is teaching Sue Abuki how to use... A stopwatch. But Kozue watches on from the piano. I don't understand. He'll be helping me with my job next semester, Mickey says. Is he teaching him how to keep time? I guess. Music! He's... He's keeping time. I think we've talked about that before. I can't remember that conversation and I don't remember. And I don't care to. Kiryu and Sayonji are dueling each other in the kendo room as they love to do. You're taking more courses in your concentration? I want to catch up on what I missed while I was fooling around. Fooling around, huh? And then... Uh... Nanami is in the foreground with Wakaba's tea set, I would note. <laughs> the tea's ready, she says, and that's a wrap on Nanami. That's it. She's found true peace. Uh, Juri is doing kendo, uh, is doing fencing club stuff. Shiori is there. And she's all like, next. Sh- Shiori is also fencing. She's the, like, huh? The th- those three identical boys can give confession notes to the vermin who say no with their faces. The vermin! Nemoro Memorial Hall is still ruins. <laughs> it's still fuck all. <laughs> it has no significance it's anymore. It's got symbolic significance though. To us it has memories, but those memories mean nothing. And Wakaba is looking out the window with Onion Boy. And she's all like, ah. ah, if only there was something to do. And then someone we don't know and we hate. 
leaps on her from behind, much like how Wakaba used to do to Atena. Shouting her name, like, ah, do you have a present for your, for me, your best friend? And much like how Utena and Wakaba used to do, they almost fall out the window and they have to shoot back. Mm. Mm. And in the chairman's office, in the chairman's office, a big pile of taskmaster envelopes <gasps> are atop the desk next to a forlorn choo-choo. All the information's on the card, choo-choo. Mm-hmm. So little time has passed, but they're all forgetting she even existed. Oh, I'm sorry, we sort of followed Anthe walking to this place. Mm. Uh, as I thought, she caused no revolution to occur. Now that she's gone, she's just one more sad dropout. He's, he's typing, Archeo is typing on a laptop, and I get real, real like... Real 90s laptop. I, I get real, like, oh, I'm the head of, like a, like, a newspaper, and I'm typing on my thing frantically with a cigarette in my mouth, being like, yeah. well, get me photos, Anthe Himamaya! Photos, get, I tell you. Get ya. me pictures of new duelists! <laughs> Oh, we haven't got any more duelist photos. <laughs> I'm rewriting the rules of the Rosecrest. I'll be counting on you, Anthe. And then she takes her glasses off and, and we can't see her because we're just close up shot of this desk the whole time. And Choo Choo takes Choo. his tie off. Oh, I didn't notice that watching it, but you're right. Mm. You really don't know what's happened, do you? She says. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? No revolution and has then she, Oh my God, this was like such a... I was so worried this was going to be like a, it was all for nothing and it didn't matter ending until this happened. And I was like, she said, it doesn't matter. By all means, stay in this cosy coffin of yours and continue to play Prince. Oh. But I have to go now. Go? Go where, he says. My and home planet needs me. She stepped out of shot um, and she was like regular Anthe in her school uniform. Uh, she isn't gone now. She's merely vanished from your world. What are you talking about? Wait, Anthe. 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 And then she's outside and she's grown up Anthe, big hair, uh, very 90s pink suit. Very, very self-actualized from the 90s look. Choo-choo, with his travel bag, pulls himself off the frog, which he's fought with a few times, who is crying. And I believe trying to mate with Choo-choo, but... I would... Yeah, quite just to make it like that. Well, I mean, you know... He's he's crying. He doesn't want to see his frenemy. Yeah. He doesn't want to see his frenemy Oh, so he is. Yeah. It can be... be. And Choo-choo, crying, runs away. (laughs) His lover... So lost. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> Choo-choo and the frog. <laughs> and now they're torn apart forever. Yeah. Never to see one another again. Someday the forces of this world will tear us apart. Take my revolution, strange frog. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time the theme song wasn't about Utena yeah, and Anthe. Yeah. Choo-choo nice. climbs up onto Anthe's shoulder and she's like, now it's my turn to leave. I'll find you, Miss Utena. And then she steps across the uh, the threshold. <gasps> and now she's self-actualized. She's escaped the world of Atori Academy. Uh, the, the end credits are uh, just the, the song of the OP, but instead of singing, it's just na-na-na. I don't know why they yeah. did that. And it has more uh, of a like drum this. and bass beat. Ooh. Very 90s. Uh, and then uh, final shot uh, is it's one last time boarded a uh, like one of those uh, stained glass or iron work wrought uh, borders with roses. Yeah. Uh, and it's the photo that they all took, Anthe, Choo Choo, Utana and Akio. But Akio has been strategically cropped out. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's something that Ant- Utana said to Anthe early on in the show. Listen, if you, ever have, if you ever have a problem, come to me first. I want us to be friends like that. And someday, together, someday, together. And then the title card of the episode, Someday Together Will Shine. And then a sepia tone, close up on the photo of... Wait, is that the photo? Yeah. It's symbolism. Is it the photo or is it just... 
a shot. Anyway, I, it's it's a uh, regardless, it's, it's a shot of Anthea Utena holding hands, and that's oh. the final shot of Revolutionary Girl Utena, oh. who did not turn into a car. <laughs> we are betrayed, disappointed. <laughs> no, we we know that happens in the movie, but still, there's a piece of me that's like. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nick. Yeah. Revolutionary girl, Lieutenant. We went from a joke of like, what the fuck is this scene? To watching the whole show. And now our lives are forever changed. Well, I think it's a testament to the quality of the show that we only planned to do 13 episodes of this. <laughs> and, and then we went 39. And we're like, wow, this show is actually fucking incredible. Yeah. I remember when we got through like, maybe halfway through season one. And there was a video that popped up for me that was like, hey. Did you know that Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant is one of the greatest things ever made? And I was like, oh. I can believe it. Oh, no. I, we, we have gotten ourselves into <laughs> something. Okay. So, Nick, um, let's, let's work through our, our regular stuff first. Highlights and lowlights for this episode. My high light is <laughs> the pool door. <laughs> no, my, my highlight is probably going to be... Um, I've got one in the barrel if you need to think. Is yours... Eh. No, that was really good though. Nick, um, Nick did the motion of Utana pushing Akio's face away. That could be one of my highlights, actually. No. Honorable mention to that bit. My highlight was um, Anthe and Anthe falling away from Utana, like, and her failing to pull her out of the coffin because that's mm. like, like it was resolved, but like for a climax of the show, that was such like a ballsy move. <laughs> like, oh, she failed. Oh wait, no, she didn't. But it's more ambiguous than um, it may have otherwise been. Reality is never so cut and dry. Yeah, so it, I, I think did we mention this on the show that like Utena left like Tokiko before her and Nemoro before her? Wait, what do you mean? That's the that's the, the resolution of this show is like it was foreshadowed in the resolution of the Nemoro arc. Mm. I mean, I know we talked about when we read that note, but like Nemoro left when he was defeated. Everyone forgot him. Everyone forgot the hall. Utena left now because she left the system. Yeah, the dualist system. Mm. Yeah. Now no and she'll one grow knows. up like Tokiko did. Mm. And also Anthe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Good. She's a witch though. No one knows. Man, what's Sayonji gonna do without Anthe around? <laughs> Be healthier, we hope. Yeah, I don't know. Sayonji doesn't really exude strong independent character. It's like how when Sayonji left the school, everyone forgot about him too. But for normal reasons. Yeah, and then Wakaba kept him as a sex slave or something. Mm. It was... Nick, what is your highlight? My highlight is going to be Utena. Uh, no, actually, it's going to be Swordnado. Swordnado, pretty fucking cool. Everything to do with the swords was just like... The oh thorns my... of humanity. Yeah, literally all of it was just like, oh my god. Oh my god. So like stabbing into Anthe was dope. Turning into Swordnado was dope. Just like the level of like... That's a lot of swords. That is a lot of swords. If I'm a sucker for big numbers, and that's a lot of swords, yeah, large quantity. It's interesting to me that mm. um, just thinking about like the sword NATO and uh, Akio and the prince, like the note, the stuff in the note we read today, mm. um, sounds like in an earlier version of the production that may have been more central to the story than it ended up being. But mm. instead, it's kind of just the backstory of like the shadow puppet play and things like that, like mm. the fact that there was demons and kaiju. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of ancillary to the story we're telling here, but still, depending Important. depending on your interpretation of events and legend, potentially still real. Yeah, which is weird, but amazing? Question mark. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Low light. Low light. My low light is gonna be the sword of Dios breaking and Arky being like, "Oh well, oh. I have more. I'll do it again." And it's like, "Oh." All right, then. Well, from Arky's perspective, this was all just another failed attempt. Well, yeah, but it's a bit like, "Oh, uh, okay." 
we get no explanation about that, I guess. No, it's just like, there. I mean, it's not explained explicitly, but it's in the themes and also in today's author's note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, the very fact that he's desiring that power makes him unworthy of ever achieving it. But it's a bit like, so why, so the sword of Dios is not really the sword of Dios, question mark? Sure it is. Oh, okay. O- all right, <laughs> sure. I'd still, I'm not... Yeah, but I'm still a bit like, eh. I don't, I don't understand what the, what the confusion is. I'm just like, eh, it wasn't that great of a, a moment, you know? Compared to Sword NATO, I mean... He failed. That's what it is. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's fine. Like, it, it happened. I was like, oh, it broke. That's cool, but like, it's not as cool as the other stuff. It's a low light, not a bad. Okay, I, I don't really understand the, the complaint, but you know... You're allowed your low light. Yeah. Um, my low light was Wakaba's new friend. Man, you really hate her, don't you? I also didn't like how sad Nanami was in the uh, student council scene. Mm. She was very like, why did you tell us that story? She was sad even before that, though. She was. She was just crouching at me like, but what are we going to do and she if was we can't sad. fight? She was sad last episode. Nanami's having a hard time. Well, she can't have sex with her brother, who apparently is blood-related. No, but she she's knows. not. Yeah. She, yeah. So now she's like, what's the point of living if I can't have sex with a blood-related brother? Poor Nanami. <sighs> Nick, Anthe and Utena have left the world of Atori Academy. Mm-hmm. Akio continues to toil away impotently at the Rose Gate. Mm-hmm. What will happen next time on Revolutionary Girl, Utena? Mm, well, obviously Anthe and Utena will meet up, but it'll take Anthe about ten years to find her. Ah. And then she'll lure Utena back to Atori Academy. <laughs> To repeat all right, all the right. cycle, but break it forever. So, um, sorry, this was a good show, Nick. It was fucking amazing! Any series highlights you want to want to dwell on? I think... Or, or favourite characters? Oh, God, favourite characters. I mean, if I'm being honest, Utena, not like an amazing character in her own right, but really good when supplemented with all the other characters. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because every side character has like a really good arc resolution thing. Utena herself is just like, she's playing the prince the whole time. <laughs> and then at the end, she gets her... But she has to question and reaffirm whether that's what she wants to do. Mm, indeed. It's good. It's good shit. And, like, just how it breaks down the fairy tale of, yeah. like, the prince and the princess. Sleeping just... beauty stuff. And, like, having sex with your... Beauty supposed... and the beast. Yeah, with your evil prince who is like, yeah, I'll, I'll have sex with you, young girl. Yeah, I'm 40. Yeah, that was that was unsettling. That was good, good for the, good for the drama, but very uh, intense. Where you're just like, oh yeah. man, the reality of this is really hitting me now, and I'm like, oh, I'm, into, I'm into this. Creep. Here we go. I'm into that dark shit, man. Um, I also really liked everything with Jury. Oh, Jury is so good. Yeah, so good. What a complex story. What an what an interesting and relatable feel that like, she exudes. <laughs> what a fucking vibe. Like a Kiryu is great. Would we say? Like, he's great for drama. He's great for taking his shirt off. Um, Sionji. Sionji is hilarious. Sionji, I think, is the character that had the most difficulty walking the line between being ridiculous and being serious. Because mm. when he's being serious, he's just, like, slapping women all the time. Yeah. But when he's being ridiculous, he's like, Oh, I'm outside. Why, why won't you ex- do my exchange diary with me? Our love is eternal. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> It's happening again! Oh, that's fine. Nanami, of course, is iconic. (laughs) (laughs) She is a vibe. That's that's the best way. Na- I think, I think Nanami walked really well that fine line where she had could do her very serious episodes and her Nanami episodes. What would you call a serious Nanami episode? Um, like the one where she duels. The ones where she duels. 
Those are still pretty ridiculous, no, though, aren't they? They're, no, they're not comedic episodes, Nick. Remember when she drowned that cat? Yeah, but that was... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But even then, like, I still think Nanami most of the time is just, like, comic relief. But, like, there's those episodes, like, versus, like, the kangaroo fight episode or the turn into a cow episode. Like, pointedly different tone there. Yeah. Or the egg episode. And then you got Wakaba. Wow, sweet, simple Wakaba. Oh, what a complex affair. <laughs> she just wants her best friend, and now she has another best friend. So a bookie. So simple. He's there. So innocent. Mickey? Oh, Mickey is... We like Mickey. Pained. <laughs> His dad... Who knows His what's dad, going on? Yeah, we, who's, still don't know what's going on with that other Anthony. Yeah... Or if anyone's alive? We never saw Kanai or her mum again. Mm, not feeling good about that. Nope. Um, what if Kanai was an old princess that um, Akio tried to... What if, Nick? What does that change? I don't know. Why are you asking me then? Because I want to know your opinion. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on it. I don't think that's the case. That's all I needed She's to know. She's the daughter of the chairman of the school. Yeah, is which is, even... of course... Let me finish. Oh, oh. Which is, of course, strictly grounded in the world of adult worldly power as opposed uh... to mysterious fairy tale power. Is that even a real thing? Is that a reality? Yeah. Are you sure? What, I don't, what are you asking me? Well, like, is Archeo just being like, oh, yeah, she's the daughter of... Uh... The chairman? Yeah. I don't know. Seems weird, right? Why? Well, like, Archeo spun so much bullshit already. Yeah, but she says that too. But has she like just been last manipulated is, into it? Or? Her last name is Ottery, and that's why he's taken that last name. Is Kanai just an illusion? I don't even know anymore, man. <laughs> is anything real in this show? Yeah. Damn. That's a hard-hitting answer. <laughs> uh, who else did we have? Mickey... No, not Mickey. Makage. Makage. I really liked the Black Rose arc. The Black Particularly Rose arc Particularly when good. held in comparison to now we know how the show ends. Mm, how it foreshadows everything. Yeah. And how we know, oh, everyone just forgets. It's just like high school. Everyone just forgets. Yeah. Yeah. When I went back to high school to go visit one of my teachers because I needed to get something from them. I can't remember what it was, but they were friends with one of my friends. Ah, wait, friends? They were the dad of one of my friends. There we go. That's a lot less weird that a teacher would be a friend of one of my friends. But yep. who knows? When I went there, no one knew who the fuck I was. They were like, oh, and you're Sam? I was like, no. I've been gone literally less than a year. <laughs> what the fuck? Cool. <laughs> just forget. That's it. Well, Nick... That brings us to the end of our discussion of Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant. The greatest show ever made. Wrong. False. We oh. all know what the greatest show ever made is. Jojo's Bizarre, Bizarre Adventure. Coming in December. Yes. Nick, this is not bring us to the end of Jojo's World, a podcast for nerds. Oh, damn right. Uh, but we are going to take a little break between now and... December. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean premiering in December. We are not going to be gone for that whole time. We'll likely do a couple of one-offs, maybe look at some anime movies and things like that. Hell yes. Uh, but, you know, we've been doing this more or less weekly for five years, so I think we've earned a little vacay. <laughs> <laughs> you would. You? <laughs> oh, fucking millennials. Um, so, so, yeah, we're just going to have a chill time. Yeah. Be all like, oh, I feel like watching this anime. Things that, you know, we're not going to commit to doing anything uh, until we actually do it, but uh, things that we've tossed around, include possibly the movie of this TV series, mm -hmm. uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie, Ooh. Star Wars Visions, or some of it. Hell yeah. Uh, cow uh, 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 maybe the Evangelion movies, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, we got to do Vampire Hunter D. What else is an anime movie? Um, is there, oh, there's the Trigun movie. 
Oh yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Hey, tweet at JoJo's podcast, like your favorite like movie, anime movie. <gasps> we could watch Spirited Away. I watched that recently. Like it's good, it's good. but I, you know, I've watched it too recently. <laughs> yeah, but you know what we could do for the whole discussion? Just be all like, uh, and that's it. It's all we do. I don't get it because No Face is like. Ah, oh, uh, I thought it would be like, welcome to JoJo's world. I'm. What's my name? <laughs> <laughs> Why, why am I here? Why are we doing any of this? We could watch um, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, we could. That's, I haven't seen that in ages. That's good shit. Could watch Porco Rosso. Yes. Uh, we could... <laughs> we could watch... Um, what's what's that anime... Oh, no, I'm just thinking Evangelion. Never mind. Where they, they just blend people. I think it's, I think it's Evangelion. Uh, I don't know if people are being blended in that. Well, there's like the big the big evil things. Apparently there's like... The big an, evil things? There's a big evil things and walk around and take the people and they they kill them you know <laughs> no you know, I, well, isn't that isn't that evangelion beyond like, a very broad description of anything with like giant monsters i don't think that's evangelion well i think there's an iteration where there's like these big weird white boys that walk around and they like morph into other shapes oh kind of and yeah. they just they take a bunch of people and they just blend them up i don't think like, that's Ooh. right oh, okay never mind all right sure sure uh, what else could we do? So many options. Yeah. So little tweet. time. Yeah. Tweet at us. Or go on our Patreon and let us know. Let us know how much money you'd like to give us. And give it to us via patreon.com slash Jojo's World. The only Patreon worth your time or money, even though we're not putting anything on there and it's purely a teacher. Yeah. Look, I'll say this, um, I'll say this as we wrap up too. Like, if you had just been listening along to the podcast, you hadn't watched this show, give it a go. It's good watching. Revolutionary Girl yeah. Lieutenant. It's on US yeah. YouTube for free, dubbed and subbed. It's good shit. It's got some deep shit going on. Good sequence, like, you know, budget limitations of the time, but good action sequences, considering. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should watch a um a really high budget modern anime, just to be like, wow, that looks so much better. It's beautiful. What's that one where they're firemen? Uh, f- uh... Uh, is it Fire Patrol or something? Something Some- like that. For something Squad? It's the one where it's like a shonen, but they all use fire powers. Yeah, is that a movie? No, I don't uh, think so. Never mind then. We could watch the Demon Slayer movie. That's good. Train battle. I, I don't... Yeah, I have... Oh. I have no opinions oh. to contribute. It's so good. It's so good. Weirdly good. Highest grossing movie in Japan. We could watch... Um, the Disappearance of Harui Suzumiya. A movie feature... <laughs> <laughs> Look, a catch and release attitude is very important. Okay, and until next time, <laughs> to, to be, be continued. continued.